DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Time to talk a little college football now with Mike Oresco. He is the commissioner of the America Athletic Conference. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Commissioner, good morning. Morning. Uh, is this DJ? This is DJ. That and is also on. Yeah, uh, I, you know, again, uh, didn't didn't necessarily know your your nicknames, but uh, great to great to be with you guys. Thank you. Great to have you. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. So, uh, how I guess let's start at the beginning before we get to the obvious part about BYU and the AC and how good a match is that with UConn. Uh, I assume you had a heads up for a while that they weren't happy, or did this come out of the blue? Uh, we've had some uh, some issues, certainly with the recent TV contract, uh, which people are aware of. Uh, they went public criticizing certain aspects of the deal. We think in a very misguided way, unfortunately, because we thought you know the ESPN Plus part of our deal with ESPN is very important, and uh, it's the digital future, and, and it, it's something that we embrace, and uh, we're not running away from that. And ESPN has, has outlined a really strong vision for that future. And they didn't agree with it, and they were worried about their SNY uh, women's basketball um, games. And, and ESPN was going to look at that. I don't know what ESPN would have ultimately done. So there were some issues. And over the years, you know, that, that, that whole Big East thing has been uh, an issue with them and their fan base. So we, we had some inkling that certainly this was a possibility. You don't necessarily expect it to happen, uh, especially in view of uh, – uh, their football and how you know people view themselves if you're if you're a major university now you know fellows your your business model for college sports really has to say that you're in it at, if you're in it at the highest level you need to be in, all in in football it's that simple and our league focused on football but also basketball we're really good in basketball and i think this is camouflage some of that uh, we have the top recruiting class in the country at memphis we've got houston uh you know, with Kelvin Sampson and, and, and Wichita State and Cincinnati and Temple, really good basketball league. Um, but on the other hand, uh, football lifts everything else. And UConn has obviously made a decision. I'm not reading their minds and I'm not speaking for them, but they've made a certain decision. But, uh, you know, again, to, to close it out, uh, yeah, there were some issues that we did not have with our other schools over the years. So you mentioned multiple times here this television deal and the digital platform going forward. So you have an intense relationship with ESPN. BYU has the personal individual contract with ESPN. How much is ESPN factoring, if all, in any of your decisions as a conference going forward? Well, you know, first of all, we we want to be really sensitive to ESPN, and, and so we're not talking about our contract or any of that. Uh, if, if any decision we make on expansion or not expa- not expanding would really be our own decision. You know, we know ESPN is very sensitive to that sort of thing, uh, and I should probably leave it at that. So for people here who aren't aware of the TV deal going forward, are how many of your games will be on a traditional broadcast network, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, whatever, ABC, uh, and how many will be ESPN Plus, and how many will be on both? Well, we're going to have at least a you know, minimum of 40 football games on the ESPN platforms, including three on ABC, and they've typically done more on ABC over, over the you know, last few years. 
uh, annually. We're also going to have uh, you know roughly 65 basketball games on their on their linear cable networks. Uh, they don't really do basketball on ABC. Uh, we've got a commitment for women's basketball and Olympic sports, and, and ESPN Plus will have literally hundreds of events. We'll probably have about 30 or so football games, the remaining football games, you know, on ESPN Plus. We'll have uh, a, a lot of basketball games on because there's so many more games, and we'll have, you know, easily probably 150 women's basketball games on. And again, uh, you know, it, a lot of these games are on websites or they're not on at all, and and the websites, typically some of them charge uh, more than what you pay for ESPN+. Plus. But the direct-to-consumer thing, it's, it's, it's the future. It's, it's, you know, streaming is, is what young people uh, do. You know, uh, it's not that cable TV, fellows, is going away. It's not. And cable TV is going to be extremely important. But we, we thought we uh, uh, fortified ourselves in both areas. You know, we're part of the digital future, which we need to be. But we have is you know, more linear coverage, and linear, of course, listeners wouldn't necessarily be familiar with that term, but more cable and network and ABC coverage than we had before. You know, ABC would be about the same, but they could do more games. Uh, but the cable networks will, will put more of our games on. So we, we've got great exposure. We built this league, uh, guys, with, with, you know, the exposure we got from ESPN. Uh, we weren't getting the money originally. We've now obviously vastly increased that. But we uh, we got tremendous exposure, and our teams were able to take advantage of that because they played well. And everything I've said about our league is, has been matched by the performance. Uh, I wouldn't say it otherwise. So you have Wichita State as a basketball-only representative in your league. Are you interested with UConn leaving, adding a football-only program? I don't know that we're interested in necessarily adding anyone. Uh, we're not going to go out looking for anyone. Uh, we really aren't. Uh, we don't need to. We would be strong at 11 uh, in basketball and football. We played at 11 in basketball until recently, until Wichita State joined. Football, we can easily play at 11. Uh, we, we'd have to get a waiver from the NCAA if we wanted to play a championship game, which we would. We're not going to lose our championship game. If, if somebody that we, whom we think has value calls us, uh, we would listen. Uh, we're not going out to call others. And uh, if somebody is interested, they know our phone number. And and yet we're not, you know, we're not looking to do that. And we're not looking to raid conferences. You know, I I don't want to create, uh, you know, a disruption in the college community, uh, especially among the G5 leagues, because obviously we're the most attractive G5 league. We're close to the P5. We're closer, to, you know, we're P6. You know, we've got a, a really terrific TV deal. And obviously we would be attractive, but we not. I don't really want to want to do that that wasn't you know the this is something that's happened to us we've got to deal with it or we're, we're not ultimately concerned because we know we're strong we're not this is not six years ago seven years ago this is not even remotely like that it's night and day we, we've done really well and that's not to be smug either it just means that we we know who we are now we know we're a powerful brand and our feeling is if nobody brings the kind of value that uh, our other schools already have the other 11 then why would you do something like that? You know, you would just stay at 11 and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll work with our partners at ESPN. So that's really where we are right now. You know, without being really disruptive, we all know BYU and Army are a couple of uh, 
independent teams that have larger fan bases. If one of them reached out to you, would there be some interest there? And specifically with BYU, because Army geographically kind of fits in the league and Navy's already there. BYU would make you more far-flung, and some people would look at that as a positive. Some people would say, hey, now, now there's another TV window. You know, there could be an AAC game in that fourth TV window on a Saturday and kick off at 8.30 Mountain Time, which is when BYU's playing as an independent anyway. There wouldn't be a big change for them there. Uh, but others think that that's just too far-flung to go to the East Coast all the way to Utah. How would you look at that geographic thing if, if it were to come to that? Well, yeah, first of all, uh, BYU really hasn't shown, you know, any interest in joining a conference, and neither has Army, to be honest. And, and they're independent, so clearly if, if they called, you know, we would, we would listen. Uh, they're both great programs in, in football. On the other hand, they really haven't shown any, any real interest in doing that. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, geography, it's a factor, but it is not the key factor. The key factor is, that does a school – bring real value in terms of your brand, in terms of competitiveness, in terms of TV. Uh, and if it does, then I think you'd be foolish not to listen if somebody called you. But I'm not sure we would necessarily do anything. You know, we, um, we really are, are very solid at 11. Fortunately, we've developed some really, really top programs in football and in basketball. You know, one of the things that's been camouflaged by this uh, which I may have mentioned earlier, is our, our really good basketball. Uh, just because we're losing UConn, we're going to be really good, period. And we have been good without UConn. UConn hadn't done much in the last four or five years, and we've been you know, steadily getting better in basketball. Uh, football, uh, again, uh, we, we have a lot of respect for BYU's program, a great relationship you know, with, with Tom Holmo and, and President Kevin you know, Worthen, a wonderful guy. Uh, but, again, we're not going out after people. Uh, that's not who we are, and uh, if somebody calls us uh, and, and we think it, it makes sense to at least have a chat, we would have a chat. But uh, we have no idea whether we'd, we'd want to, you know, uh, do something like that. You know, a lot of things would have to, to work for us, and uh, I just don't know where we'd be. Now, we're going to have discussions about it, and I suspect that within you know, the next several weeks we'll have a pretty firm idea of what we want to do. Uh, but, again, I, I want to reiterate, we, we can be absolutely happy at 11. And, and frankly, we can be happy at 11, and in three or four years, if something really emerges, some, some school emerges that isn't really there now and, and wants to join, and we think it makes sense. But the last thing we want to do is year to year keep everyone on tenter hooks, and the last thing we would do is go through something that we had to endure in 2016, that whole Big 12 thing. We're, we're not doing anything remotely like that. So you say, Commissioner, that in the coming weeks you'll have discussions. Are you speaking when you say you, that's the collective you? Is that uh, whoever that might be, uh, I assume university presidents? Presidents and ADs, yeah. Pretty much ADs, and then we make recommendations to our presidents. But we've already had some discussions with presidents and ADs about this, and we kind of know what, you know, what our direction you know, might be. But we're going to have further discussions, absolutely, yeah. And there, there are so, nuances, too. If we stayed at 11, for instance, we, we, there are nuances about how we would do our schedule. We've been in touch with the Big Ten. They played 11, 11, uh, 11 teams for 20 years with Penn State. And you have to have some permanent rivalries. UCF has to play USF every year. Houston would probably want to play SMU. It's in-state rival every year. But uh, there are ways to do it, and we've got some, some superb you know, programmers and football people here in the conference office who would – you know, be able to uh, give our ADs a pretty good idea of what it would all look like. 
Mike Oresco, Commissioner of the America Athletic Conference, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. When you talk about teams that, that haven't emerged yet, uh, not that you would want to name them necessarily, but do you see some schools that maybe got the football late and started late but are building something, and even if they're not attractive now, they might be attractive in five or ten years, the way uh, you know Boise State changed their profile, obviously, over the last 30 years? Yes, there are a few, and, and you're right. I wouldn't want to mention them, but there are a few, and you, you know it bears watching. You know, first of all, you would not have, if you're our conference, you would not have taken UCF ten years ago, right? Uh, and, and look what UCF's become. And you, there are probably some other schools in our conference that maybe would not have had that kind of profile. Uh, so I think you know you're always on the lookout for somebody who's emerging. If in fact you feel you you need uh, you know a member. Uh, we don't really need one, and uh, we never, when we were at 12, you know, fellows, we never really felt we needed to go to 14. You know, there was a lot of talk about 14-team conferences at one time, uh, and we just didn't feel the need to. Uh, also, uh, I mentioned geography as not being controlling, and it isn't, but it's a factor. You know, certain schools are just not in your, in your wheelhouse. The Wichita State addition uh, made a lot of sense because, one, they were a great basketball brand, they, uh, you know, have great fan support, but also they're they're close to a lot of our schools. You know, we're clustered in that that mid midwest south, southwest midwest area around the Mississippi, uh, Texas. You know, we and and they were perfect for us in that regard. Uh, geography uh, is is clearly a factor, but it's not the only one. And and apropos to that, we we view ourselves as a national conference. You know, we we're not. Uh, interested in, in being regional anyway, and we would not take a school, for example, just to have a bigger Northeast presence. Temple's very happy in the conference. Uh, they they can easily get to Cincinnati, to East Carolina, to Florida, to uh, to Navy, which is right down the road, uh, to Texas. You know, they've got direct flights. It's easy. Our, we're in major markets, which helps. We're not, you know, we're not out, you know, uh, obviously in, in difficult places to reach, and that helps us as a conference, and it's helped us schedule. We've got great non-conference schedules. I don't know if you're aware, but over the next 10 years, we're playing over 150, I think now, uh, P5 schools, including we've got Alabama, Florida, Miami coming to our home sites. We've got home and homes with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Penn State, uh, a ton of Big Ten teams. uh, And we've done that for the last five years. You know, we play on average about 20 P5 teams a year. And our teams do play BYU uh, from time to time. So we've got really good non-conference schedules, in part it's because of who, you know, where we are. So geography, while it, it, it's, it's had some impact, it's not the, uh, the sole determinant by any means, and, and not the main one. How about using especially, geography uh, to way, your advantage? Football, be, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, would you be interested in, would it be an advantage to have someone in the mountain time zone to where home games, obviously, you can get more exposure because you could start them later in the day in our time zone? Well, certainly there, there's there's something to be said for that because obviously it gives you another time zone and makes I guess your TV package probably a little more valuable. Uh, on the other hand, you know the the, the travel and uh, you know whether the, the cultural and strategic fit is really right is also a factor. But uh, no, I, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't say that's necessarily a you know a bad thing. Uh, and and I don't want to you know you know overstate. I mean, geography does does play a role. You know, it. it uh, for instance, when San, you know, when Boise decided not to join our conference seven years ago, you know, they wanted to do their own special TV deal. We said flat out no, 
and, and ultimately they decided not to join. We decided that it really wouldn't make sense for San Diego State to be a lone outlier in our conference. You know, they're on the West Coast. Uh, if they had a partner in Boise, it would, it would help a little bit. Uh, it's a little easier to do that kind of thing in football with only, you know, possibly four road games in the conference. You know, we play an eight-game schedule, and we plan to continue to do that because we want those four non-conference games. It's very important. If our schools are going to be playing two or three P5s every year, and, and most of them do at least play two, then they're going to want a couple of games to balance that off. So, you know, that's really important. So it essentially means that, you know, you're playing four road games, and that's a lot more manageable than basketball, as you know. But the other the other problem with the uh, the football only is the the disruption it causes potentially for a school in basketball. Now, that's not the case, obviously, with BYU because they already have a basketball situation in place. But that would have been the case with Boise. They had to go out, I think, to the Big West seven years ago. So that's uh, you know that's a factor too. Uh, and, and we have been reluctant to get too heavily into the hybrid model. That caused us a lot of heartburn uh, with the Big East in the old days, you know, having multiple basketball only and multiple football, you know, uh, a couple of football onlys. It, it, was, it was one of those things. And, and um, actually, I don't even know that we had any football onlys, but we had the basketball onlys, and that was a real issue. And then obviously when we were ready to take on a few football onlys, you know, we, we were going to have East Carolina as a football only. We had Navy as a football only. Uh, you know, you, you get into bylaw issues. You get into, uh, you know, scheduling. Uh, people need to be on the same page. One of the things I've really enjoyed about this conference over the last uh, six-plus years is that we finally had everybody aligned. Uh, we really did. You know, that wasn't true in the old Big East. You know, there were all sorts of issues between the football and the basketball-only schools. You had a, a lot of little Catholic schools that had no interest in football and didn't like football. We have a situation now where everybody is, is aligned, and Navy really fits our profile because they're just in football, but they have a real affinity you know, for our football teams. They like playing in Texas and Tennessee and other places. And Wichita State is a university much like many of our others, and, and the basketball and Olympic sport thing works really well. But you start getting into uh, too many of those, and it causes issues. Well, Mike, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on with us and talking a little bit, and uh, we'll keep an eye on what you guys do or don't do down the line. Thank you. Well, thank you, uh, DJ and PK. And, and, again, my regards to the people in, in the Salt Lake area. I love the place. I've been there a lot. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate uh, our relationship. Our schools play BYU. Uh, again, as I mentioned, uh, the administration there has always been great. I go back uh, probably 35 years with BYU doing games on ESPN over the years and being invited to the Cougar Club and a wonderful, wonderful place. And I don't want anybody to read anything into that. I just want to say, you know, give my regards to the people out in your market. Thank you.